Welcome to Real Estate Investing in the Real World Podcast. The topic of this episode is what seven qualities separate truly great real estate investors from just all the good ones. Having mentored and coached thousands of real estate investors over the past two decades, I've had the privilege of working and mentoring with some that have gone on to become the greatest real estate investors in their respective marketplaces. And although they're different people from different marketplaces, different backgrounds, I've discovered that they all share seven qualities, and that's made all the difference for them. And what's so exciting is that this is not something you have to be born with, right? You can practice these qualities in your own life until it becomes a part of you. And it doesn't cost you any money. It's not difficult. But when you apply them over a long period of time, they can pay huge dividends. So without further ado, here are the seven qualities that separate the truly great real estate investors from just the good ones. Quality number one is to be a problem solver. Someone that's solving problems, not just marinating on the problems themselves. Because there's always reasons why a deal is not going to close, but you need to find the at least one reason why it will close. Sometimes there's more than one reason. You got to get there. You got to solve the problem. Because too often people make excuses, and this is what leads them to not producing results. Oh, well, this happened, and that happened, and that's why the deal didn't close. No! You've got to overcome those problems. I'll give you a great example. One of our apprentices is working on a really big deal right now. Could make well over $200,000. Single family home, which is, that's big for a single family home deal. And so he's already got the buyer lined up. He's got the seller in a place where he should have already closed. The reason why he hasn't is because it was going through the probate process and it was taking the probate court a little bit longer to finalize all the paperwork so this individual could sign on behalf of the estate. And so we were hoping it was going to come out of probate court on Friday. We were prepared to close on Friday. And Friday came, Friday went, and it didn't close. The reason why the judge needed some more information. So our apprentice reaches out to the seller, doesn't hear from him. Then he reaches out to him on Saturday, doesn't hear from him. Reached out to him on Sunday, doesn't hear from him. So now he's really freaking out. You know, he's, he's at a point now where he's that close to $200,000 or more. He really needs to get this deal done. He's a problem solver. What's he do? So the first thing he does is he starts calling anybody who's affiliated with this person, family, friends, anyone. Gets the mom on the phone. The mother says, I don't know where he is as well, but you've got me worried now because he won't pick up my phone calls either. And we also knew that this particular seller may have been a drug user. We did not for sure, but there is some indications that he, he might be a drug user. So our apprentice, very concerned, he asked the mother, do you know anybody who might know his whereabouts? And she said, well, you can call this person. They may know. So calls that person. That person says, uh, uh, word on the streets that he went to the hospital this weekend. Really? What hospital? I don't know, but that's the word on the street. So what's this apprentice do? Problem solver. He calls every hospital in the, in the area, tracks the guy down. He was in a hospital, gets the information from that individual, gets it back to the, to the, uh, the judge, and it looks like this thing is going to close um, here today, which is Friday. So that's being a problem solver. And uh, I actually sent him a message telling him how proud I was of him. That's what it's like. That's what it looks like to be great. And uh, maybe to, to twist the words, the lyrics of a, a song that an individual I've done some real estate deals with, if there's a problem, yo, go solve it. Quality number two is poise. Real estate inherently creates emotional roller coasters. There are high highs, like that individual that's about to make $200,000. That's a high high. That's a big debt, right? And then there are low lows. 
such as what if the $200,000 deal falls apart completely, right? That'd be a low low, right? So there are high highs and there are low lows. And the people that are able to keep an even keel, to stay poised, regardless of the uncertainty, regardless of the circumstances, they're the ones that do the best. Because what happens is, this is a weird phenomenon. The best deals you'll ever do, there will always be a point in them when they could completely fall apart. That is completely outside of your control, if you will, but they could fall apart. And it takes poise to stay the course, stay even keeled. This has played a huge role uh, in my longevity in this business. And this also plays a key role in longevity. Because if you ride that roller coaster of emotions that real estate creates, you'll get burnt out very quickly because that will tear you up. But instead, you stay poised and just don't even get on the roller coaster ride. Don't even enter it. You stay the course. Quality number three is to embrace challenges. So in, uh, in the Bible, James chapter 1, verses 2 through 4, it says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. What happens with challenges is they mature you, so you're not lacking anything. Listen to this. Kind of a crazy uh, problem I run into is sometimes when people join my apprentice program, they'll hit a big home run very early. And that actually can mess them up. You know, and, and they think that what they want is big results really fast. What I want is some consistent results, not huge necessarily in the beginning, so they really understand what they're doing. Otherwise, they get a little cocky. They get a little arrogant. You know, their first deal makes $80,000 and they think it's always that easy. And so I really like it when there are challenges every step of the way. And when you can embrace those challenges and you're appreciative of those challenges, that's all the difference in the world because now you have a quality that's built to be able to manage what is going to happen in your real estate career. You're going to have challenges. But when you get excited about those challenges, then you start to look at them as something that's a positive, which they are, as opposed to something that's blocking your results. Because each new challenge is preparing you for the next day and the next week and the bigger deal and the bigger deal and the bigger deal. Because if you can't handle it on the smaller deals, you're going to fall apart on the big ones. So character trait number three, equality is to embrace challenges. Quality number four is long-term commitment. Dun, dun, dun. A lot of people don't like that word, commitment. It's big in real estate. You see, when some uh, that join my apprentice program, they think they're impressing me when they'll tell me, Phil, I'm going to break all the records. I'm going to close the most deals the fastest. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just kill it. I'm going to hit it so hard. I'm going to work 90 hours a week. You watch. I'll impress you. You'll see. That doesn't impress me at all. In fact, I try to correct their thinking right away. This, this is not like that. Real estate doesn't work whereby you can cram it all in and somehow produce much faster results. Real estate has a natural flow to it. Look, the average real estate deal, I mean, it can take 30 to 45 days to close, even in the best case scenario when you're completely dialed in. But usually it's more like 60 to 90, and then that's after you've already gotten the deal, and that can take several months to get all that dialed in. And then some of these rehabs, it might take 120 days or more. Real estate takes time to get the flywheel turning. I call it the bottle rocket mentality, where they're just, they're just gonna take off like a rocket but then they fizzle out just as fast. You want to be like the tortoise, as in the 
in the uh, tortoise and the hare example, uh, the fable, you want to have a long-term commitment where you're consistently making strides. What I've learned, at least the way my brain works, is I learn so much better when it's incremental over time. I'm adding new information. When I taught myself the guitar in high school, I practiced for 30 minutes a day every single day for like two years. I learned so much faster than trying to play for four hours on a Saturday and then doing nothing else the next six days. So when you take this long-term commitment mentality, when that's the quality you have inside of you, you're going to make steady strides and that's going to make all the difference in the world to you. You're not going to have the bottle, man, uh, the bottle rocket mentality. Instead, you're going to stick with it. And that's when you're going to see your biggest improvements. And plus, it's the most efficient, too. It means you're not taking up you know, 90-hour weeks. That's nonsense. Instead, you're chipping away. In fact, I have videos on the power of investing in real estate part-time. There's a lot of power in that. So have a long-term commitment quality to yourself. Quality number five is an empty cup. Empty cup meaning that you're open and you're not arrogant and you don't think you already know it all. A full cup, by contrast, is someone that already has it all figured out. Real estate as an industry is chock full of know-it-alls. And the irony is the vast majority of those know-it-alls you'll ever meet are flat broke. Now, my real estate mentor, he grew up in a real estate household. Uh, his mother was the uh, real estate agent to all of the country music stars. So he interacted even from an early age with real estate agents. And he formed his own opinion. And he always felt like real estate agents or real estate brokers are the, and he, this is the phrase he used, it's not actually grammatically correct, the brokest know-it-alls he had ever met. And, um, and he used to say, Phil, the word broke is in the word broker. Only not just broke, but they're broker than broke. So, um, and it's not just real estate agents. Look, I am an agent. There's plenty of very sharp real estate uh, brokers out there. The idea, though, is when you have an empty cup and you don't have a know-it-all mentality, that's where you're allowed to really be flexible and do great things with deals. Because the truth of the matter is, there's a lot of things that you may not know. But if you act like you know them, that puts you at a massive disadvantage, especially when it comes to predicting what people will do in a real estate deal. Remember, you just might be wrong. You might be wrong about why that person really wants to buy that house. You might be wrong about why that seller really wants to sell that house. You might be wrong when the seller says they won't take less than 150. You might be wrong. They may actually take 100. You might just be wrong. So an empty cup allows you to learn and to grow within a deal and to not make conclusions that ultimately are going to hurt you. And if you are a know-it-all, you wouldn't even made this far because you'd have already come up with reasons why I'm so wrong on the first four. That's why I can talk to you now because you already probably have an empty cup. Well, keep that cup empty. That is where you're going to do a tremendous amount of growth on a deal-by-deal -deal basis. Don't act like you're the know-it-all. In fact, the more you act like you're not the know-it-all, every other know-it-all in the deal will try to teach you things, and you'll learn. Remember, you have two ears, one mouth. Do a lot of listening. Keep that cup empty. Quality number six is to be creative. Creativity is one of the most valuable things you'll ever possess in life. Creativity is what allows you to get more done in less time. It allows you to produce better results while keeping the lifestyle and, and, and producing the lifestyle that you want to live. 
Creativity is what helped me and my team. We've invented techniques that other investors would love to know, but have literally transformed our business and allowed us to dominate many of these marketplaces. Creativity has been such the difference in getting a deal done versus not getting a deal done. But here's the problem. The, the impediment to creativity is not that you're inherently not born with creativity. You have it. The problem is you're using your brain wrong. Most of you spend way too much time with your brain stuffed with a bunch of to-do list items. It's nonsense. I have a great video on real estate productivity that goes into much greater detail on this subject. I could go on for hours and hours on this subject. You've got to clear your mind. Get everything into an external memory system. When your mind is clear, then you can be creative. Because we all know that we kind of have what's on top of mind. For you brain scientists, that's going to be what's called the prefrontal cortex. You have what's top of mind, and then you have what's going on in the back of your mind. Think of the back of your mind like a whole bunch of employees that are working full time to help solve your problems. But if you leave everything here on the top of your mind, it's, there's, there's no, you don't have all your workers working. It's like you have this huge staff and they have nothing to do. They're sitting at their desks all day getting nothing done. You've got to get ideas and the problems to the back of your head. Let that be working while you're sleeping and while you're doing other things so that creativity can flow. You know, and, and I keep my mind completely clear. My mind's always turning and working on the next big problem, the next big challenge. Embrace creativity by clearing your mind, getting thing, everything off your mind. You want to have this, it's this zen-like concept of water. I mean, where, you know, if a, if a pebble drops in the water, there's some ripples, but then it eventually just calms down. You want your mind to just be calm, flat like, uh, like smooth, glassy water. And when you've got that, you've got the the ingredients to let your brain be creative. And that is a huge quality in being great as a real estate investor. And number seven, I've saved the best quality for last. Responsibility taker. When things go wrong, take responsibility. When you haven't achieved the results in your life that you want to, take responsibility. We live in a society that has completely ignored responsibility for their own actions. And it is so crippling as a real estate investor. If you take on this attitude that it's the government's fault, it's the attorney's fault, it's the real estate agent's fault, it's your parents' fault, it's your genetics' fault, it's a chemical imbalance in your brain's fault, it's everybody else's fault besides you. Well, I got news for you. If you really want to be great, you need to accept the fact that where you are today is all the decisions and everything you've done that have led up to that point. If you take responsibility for where you're at today, then you can start to grow. Yeah, it's a little bit painful to take responsibility, especially if you don't think it's your fault. It is your fault. Somehow it's your fault. Maybe you didn't prepare, didn't hire the right contractor, didn't prepare for the fact that that could have happened. Whatever the case may be, if you take responsibility, you then can begin to grow. Your brain can start to say, okay, this is not where I want to be. This is my fault. What do I do differently? Now, I'm not saying you beat yourself up. I'm not saying that you put your head down, oh, it's all my fault, I'm just terrible. See, if you say, I'm just terrible, now you're not taking responsibility, uh-uh-uh-uh. You need to look at yourself from the perspective that you can change, because you can. Uh, anyone that studies the brain has proven that the brain is so incredibly flexible. People can change. So you have the steering wheel to who you are. You have control over your emotions. You have control over what happens. This is the game changer, because when you take responsibility, here's what happens. You start saying, well, how do I fix it? You start being a problem solver. All right, you have the poise, whether, regardless of the circumstances, you're going to figure it out. You embrace the fact, hey, this is a challenge. 
this is a whatever I've got going on where I'm not where I want to be in life, but I want to get there. This is a great challenge. I will come out of this the other side and I'll be a stronger person for it. You then have a commitment. You're going to stick to it as long as you need to stick to it until you're successful. You empty your cup. You don't think you already have it figured out. You remove all the arrogance. You know, you remove all that, all that cockiness and you say, okay, humbly, what do I need to do? And then you get creative. And now it brings it all full circle. Does that make sense? Take responsibility. It's an absolute game changer, not just in real estate, but in your entire life. And please don't play the victim role. You're not the victim. Don't play it. When you play victim role, you lose all of this. You go as far away from the great zone as, you'll, as you could possibly be. Great means taking responsibility. You're not the victim. You're the cause of the problem. Go fix it. Okay, I got a little hard on you there with quality number seven, but it's because I care. It's because I care about you making a breakthrough in your life. I have a passion for sharing this wisdom, this knowledge, this truth, this signal. Because if anybody has it, it's me. I'm in the flow of as much or more deals than anybody you could possibly listen to on YouTube, podcast, you name it. This right here, this is my world. I like sharing this. If, uh, if you don't already know me, I'm Phil Pustiowski, and uh, you heard me talking about this apprentice program. That's where myself, along with the team of individuals that I worked with for a very long period of time, we mentor, we coach, we train individuals, and we turn them into money-making real estate machines. We turn them into great real estate investors.